Right, it is time to get through to Kōrero Kaipākehi, the business news. Here is Charles Beckford. Thank you, Ingrid. The housing market could remain subdued well into next year as buyers continue to face pressure on various fronts. Data from the property research firm CoreLogic shows there were just under 3,200 sales last month. That's only 2% up on the same month last year. And it's the second lowest January sales volume in 41 years. Average national property values rose 0.4% in January, but they're down 2.7% from a year ago. CoreLogic's chief property economist, Kelvin Davidson, says in the near term, the high official cash rate is likely to put pressure on short-term mortgage rates, but there are also some longer-term issues. Certainly wouldn't be a surprise if we see limited growth again next year, and that, that would be reflecting still pressure on household finances from mortgage rates. Affordability is a challenge. We've, we've got caps on debt-to-income ratios coming, so the, the absolute expectation there is that if and when mortgage rates do start to fall again, that's when debt-to-income ratio caps kick in, and, and that provides an extra layer of restraint on house prices when otherwise they might have started to increase again. That's CoreLogic's Chief Property Economist, Kelvin Davidson. Well, the price of carbon will likely have to nearly double to make investment in renewable energy more feasible. Carbon is currently around $74 a tonne, but Contact Energy sees the price needing to rise to $130 to encourage more people and organisations to decarbonise and reduce their emissions. The firm's chief financial officer, Dorian Devers, says the price must rise to make investment in renewables commercially attractive. What the carbon price needs to be for economic substitution from fossil fuels into uh, renewable energy for things like electric boilers um, without uh, government subsidies because mm. under the new government with uh, you know, getting rid of the corporate welfare, I think the carbon price is going to be used as the tool to enable decarbonisation. And the shift to renewable energy and infrastructure is expected to raise consumer power bills, but prices are then expected to fall once the transition to 100% renewable is complete. Well, infant formula maker A2 Milk says it doesn't have it in for its major supplier, Sinlay, as the two battle it out over contract disputes, and A2 beefs up production of products from its Motora Valley milk subsidiary. The Sinley issues didn't rate any substantive comment in the half-year earnings report, although in a briefing uh, the company told analysts they've not discussed whether Sinley needs a capital raising, nor whether the Dunsandal plant of Sinley might be for sale, which A2 doubts. A2 Milk's chief executive, David Bortolusi, says Sinley's problems are its own and they're not tied to their contract disputes. I think the main concern that Sinley has as a company at the moment is their capital structure, um, they've announced plans in relation to that in terms of pursuing the sale of Dairy Works uh, and hopefully with the support of their banks that that will, um, that will solve that issue. Um, they've also said they're, they're considering other opportunities or alternatives in relation to that. We're not aware of those. Um, if and when they become public or they approach us, then that'll be something for our board to consider at the time. A2 was pleased, uh, uh, told investment analysts yesterday that with a better than expected first half result and moderate lift in full year earnings, that sent its share price up nearly 14% to a seven-month closing high. We should note that uh, A2 Milk owns just under 20% of Sinlay. Now it's uh, time to look at the markets and Wall Street is closed for a public holiday and European markets are generally flat to a touch weaker as the prospect of interest rate cuts recede around the world. 
The FTSE 100 in London up 0.2%. The Euro 600 index, that's a pan-European index, marginally higher. The other big exchanges in Germany and France essentially flat. Our own top 50 index closed down 71 points yesterday, about 0.6% at 11,653. The New Zealand dollar trading at 61.4 US cents. It's just a whisker under 94 Australian. 48.8 British pence, 57 euro cents, 92.2 yen and 4.42 yuan. Brink crude oil is just a touch firmer at $83.50 US a barrel. And gold is up $4 at $2,016 US dollars an ounce. Another item of business news this morning. The credit rating agency, S&P Global Ratings, is warning that the ratings for New Zealand local councils are at risk as rising infrastructure budgets and responsibilities are increasingly weighing on their finances. It's revised the outlook for 15 councils and two council-owned organisations to negative from stable it says the overall trend is weakening. This is the policy, uh, the, the, sorry, the outlook for council finances is further dimmed by policy uncertainty over such issues as water. We'll uh, have a further look at business uh, and the markets. In fact, I should just tell you, time just to tell you that Palmu Farms, formerly Landcourt Farming, uh, a weak first half result, $3 million for the year ended December. That compares with a $15 million profit the year before.